Hey, everybody. Thanks for staying with us into our guest segment of our program. My name is Dave Hodges. I know you know that. This is the Common Sense Show. I hope you know that. And you should also know that we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We take no prisoners here because we aren't beholding to anybody. And uh, we, like most of my colleagues in the independent media, who I'm very proud to be associated with, they do a great job of bringing you the truth. And if it wasn't for the independent media, you wouldn't have the truth. And you're going to get solid truth here today. Um, My family desperately wants me to take them out to eat now. But I told them they had to wait because Bob Griswold and I have an extremely important interview to conduct. And, <laughs> hey, that's kind of good, though. Maybe that's why I'm losing weight. I'm getting my priorities straight, right? Um, and, yeah, thank you so much for your observations on YouTube and your compliments. And, yeah, I'm about 21 pounds to the lighter. And uh, I still got a lot more work to do. But I've been in the gym every day but three days for the last three months. My son has been my training partner. And he's looking really good, too. And i got to... Watch him when he goes back to college. Make sure the girls don't distract him too much. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure pleasure and a privilege to be with you. We're brought to you by preparewithdave.com, the very best in storable food. And when you hear this report that's going to come from Bob and myself, you are going to say, I better get prepped. Yeah, you should have been saying that a year ago or two years ago. But all you can do is all you can do right now. And preparewithdave.com, the MPS, is the very best there is, in my humble opinion. And uh, best price, right now they have a $100 off sale, the four-week package, and people are buying 50, 60, 80, and 100 sets of this because the price is so good. Restaurant-quality food, lots of diversity in the food, and 25-year shelf life, which makes it a lot better than grocery stores. Uh, Listen, there's going to come a time when the Bolshevik Revolution rears its ugly head fully in the open, and they're fully taking over, and they own the means of production you're not going to be able to get food. They will control all the food. All communist regimes use food as a weapon. Your time to get this is limited. That's what history should be telling you. So go to preparewithdave.com. Our second sponsor is our guest, uh, Bob Griswold, his his company. Yeah, you know what that is, right? We're going to talk about that because you're going to hear something that's going to trigger you today. And you're going to go to Bob's site and we're going to talk about that in just a second when I bring him on and you're going to say I need this I need that I need this do I need anything else well Bob and his staff will be there to consult with you for free that's extremely extremely rare what's Bob's company name ready-made resources and the website is readymaderesources.com and speaking of ready-made resources here's the owner Bob Griswold thanks Bob for coming on Dave, it's always a pleasure to be here. Um, I, I, I just, I, you know, I'm almost at a loss for words, and and you, and you know me, that's, I like to talk, um, but I, I just look at what's going on, and it's so grieving, so troubling, that it's only my faith in the Lord Jesus that keeps me on stable ground. I have my feet planted on a firm rock, because the shifting sands of just, just, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the. the Everything we see right now is is in motion. Everything that we see that that needs to have an insurrection, a revolution happen, is in motion. Um, we we talked we've talked before about the the, the what Mao Zedong said the three levels of um, insurrection were, and we are approaching that third level of insurrection. In fact, you know we we mentioned that Barack Obama quoted directly from Mao, where he said that you need to develop a civilian army just as strong as the military. Yes. Uh, we see that going on right now. We see these brown shirts. I mean, let's face it, the only reason 
that these people want to get rid of the blue shirts is so that they can introduce the brown shirts. Now, I know some sheriffs and police use brown shirts, so please forgive me, but I think you understand the analogy. You're just speaking metaphorically about Hitler's uh, brown shirts, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, they they, they do not want to get rid of the police. They just want to uh, reinvent the police into their image, a totalitarian police, basically a, a force of thugs, and that's what we're seeing happening right now. We see our country, really, we are at a state of civil war right now. I want to state this emphatically, Dave. We are at a state of civil war right now. We have two completely opposite political systems vying for the power. They're, they're, they are at war with one another. We've seen all that the left has done to try to unseat Donald Trump from a legitimate election. All the lies they've made up, all the collusion, all the treason, all the bribery, extortion, everything that they've done. It states that we're in a, we are in a full-blown insurrection, and you know, this assassination of this uh, federal judge's son, and, and I guess the, the the husband is still, I guess, critical, from what I understand. But and, you know, the the fake a FedEx driver that's now been assassinated—it's it's taken a scene right out of the movie Shooter, if anybody remembers that. Yes. The cop who shot Mark Wahlberg, who was playing the lead character, I mean, he was assassinated the next day. And this this guy, you know, he's the patsy. He get, he's done he's done his, what he was supposed to do, and, they, and then they assassinate him. You know, I have a Green Beret friend I do Bible study with, and you know, about a month and a half ago, I read that statement. Um, I wish I had it here in front of me, where he stated that you, the next level of what we're going to see is will be assassinations. Now, this lady, I guess, was uh, being assigned to uh, part of a, uh, the Jerry Epstein case. And as soon as that's happened, uh, she's offed, you know, um, as far as her family is. And so we, I expect, Dave, to see more and more of this. And what it's going to do is going to put a real chilling effect on any federal agency, any federal judge for making uh, rulings that um, go against what the pedophilia people want, uh, you know, the, the treason, any, anything that has to do with um, the left's agenda. Any judge that will stand in the way, just they'll Scalia him. You remember what happened to Scalia? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they'll, just, they'll just kill these people or intimidate them, kill their children, kill their family. And that's what we have going on right now. So, I, I, Dave, I just, you know, I know yeah. there are people out there sitting on the fence. What should I do? You know, again, Dave, do, I, do you give me any money for selling your food? No, not at all. Not at all. Have you ever given no, me we're any just, money? No, we're, we're, we just, we, we. We have a business relationship, but it doesn't carry over into food. Exactly. So I just want to make that clear. So I just want to make say this, that, man, if you're sitting on the fence and you've not bought food, it's time to get off the fence. Dave, I, we can't state this clear enough. Um, I have a special forces friend, and he was thinking that within a month we're going to see a dramatic event happen that's going to promote this Marxist revolution. Um, we see Nancy Pelosi. She made a veiled threat against Donald Trump's life that no matter what, he will not be reelected. He will not be put back into the White House. Uh, what more does it take for people to understand that we're in here? And Dave, we always want to make this a message of hope. It, it's not. It's not. Go, we don't want to sit there and just tell you everything bad that's going on. We want to give you a message of hope. Hope comes from being prepared. You know, when when Noah. When those first raindrops started falling, you know, and then the deluge happened, the people without hope were the people that didn't prepare. Noah, he that door was closed. He was, you know, 
I mean, it probably was emotionally devastating to know that the world that he known was being destroyed. But he's prepared. He wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't fretting. He wasn't concerned. He he knew that he his labor for the for the hundred years that he did preparing that ark had saved his family. The people who were without hope, the the people who knew they were doomed, were the ones that didn't heed the message to first repent, and second, you know, to uh, do something about it. They uh, you know build an ark. They didn't do it. And so there are people um, listening that right now that are sitting on the fence, and I, and I would challenge them, Dave, just to say this: you go through history, starting all the way back to the Assyrian Empire. Every everything, any empire we have have historical records on, and find an empire that has done what we've done, murdered its children, devalued its currency, not protected its borders not protected its families, allowed gross immorality in um, as and calling it normal, that has not suffered complete and utter collapse. I mean, I just, Dave, I just looked there at gold. There, yeah, is there is none, Bob. There is none. So we talk about sources all the time, and I've mentioned this. My best source is history. It's there. It's staring us in the face, and I, and I just plead with people. To take it seriously, because it, you know we, we it, it's it's kind of a thing that we sit there and we talk about it, and people like to hear it because it's kind of like an adrenaline thing. And but this is at the door right now. This is no longer. I'm getting my you know my you know junkie fix here on on news. This is at the door. The, the shortages are at the door. I was just looking at gold and silver today. Gold uh, silver went up a dollar. 46 an ounce. I think silver, uh, silver went up a dollar 46 an ounce. Gold went up 20 some dollars an ounce. It's, it's at levels that I haven't seen in a long, long time. It's indicative of a failing economy. And, and then, you know, we, we see that. I, another story I caught, Dave, I don't know if you saw it. There's been an investigation into New Jersey right now where a chicken farm just caught on fire and 300,000 chickens are dead. I mean, how much more of this devastation? Did you see that story? Yes. Yeah. How many? It's I mean, not an accident, Bob. You think? Um, I mean, so how many more of these do you think we can endure before this, the critical shortages start to absolutely cascade? Because, you know, once the chickens, you don't have eggs, you don't have chicken meat, but then the feed producers can, don't sell feed, so they stop making feed, which makes the price of feed go up for everybody else who has ch- chickens. It's, 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 a, it's a domino effect of what happens when you have a supply chain that's being severely disrupted. So, yeah, this, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, they are, the police are investigating it. Um, I don't know if we'll ever know the truth of it, but I don't Not in that Democratic state, you won't. Uh-uh. No, there no. is deep state. Cory Booker, you, you you don't get any more deep state than this. You know, you know, Bob. One of the things I want to go back to this, uh, the the assassination of the judge's family. She was lucky to be alive. She was in the basement undiscovered, and um, there's no question that this is a message killing. And the reason I say that is the guy goes to the trouble of dressing up in a FedEx outfit, and then yep. he makes a getaway. If he was suicidal. He would have done murder-suicide right there. Uh, Absolutely. It, it makes no sense. And then they find him in a car. 
I mean, this is a worse cover story than Lee Harvey Oswald and the Kennedy assassination. This is ridiculous, and no one should believe it. And here's the other thing, Bob. They know what a crappy cover story this is, and they don't even care. They don't care. And that, that's, that's a real sign of that we're in very danger. And again, um, a special forces friend, last night I was talking with him, and, and he was saying he thinks something within the next month is going to happen. He teaches a lot of courses. I've, I've mentioned it before on the, on the radio. I don't, I'm not going to give his name out, but he did, teaches a lot of radio courses, a lot of firearms, you know, scout sniper courses, things of that nature. But and then, and then I have an, another Green Beret friend who, who thinks the same thing that these that the assassinations this is going to be the first in a line of assassinations. Well, I, and, let me let me interject this, okay? And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but this follows a predictable pattern of history, and I want to point this out very quickly. About a month ago, I wrote an article that went pretty viral, and I said, "Phase one is the COVID lockdown, destruction of the economy, hurts the military because of the effects on the economy." takes away our liberties, subjugates America, imposes martial law. Phase two was to destabilize America through these contrived race riots. Yes, protests were fine over what happened to George Floyd. I encouraged that. I encouraged the dialogue. But uh, blowing up businesses and killing eight-year-old girls in Atlanta is nothing but terrorism. And then we're back now to phase two of more of the lockdowns where the symbol of oppression face masks. Now that was the, the first phases. I said the next phase, and, and this is what history shows. This is where history lands next. You have two things that will happen simultaneously. One, our assassinations. We've seen them happen now. And also, two, mass casualty events. And I'm going to tell you what someone inside the Fed told me, the federal government. Uh, and they said this last year. If Trump is assassinated, their info believes, teaches them that he won't be shot, you know, like Kennedy was shot, you know, single assassin or three assassins shooting at one target. Mass casualty event. It'll be a mass casualty event to try to disguise what really happened. That's where we're at right now. What you're saying has a basis in history, Bob. History is your teacher, and you're right. And I capitalized on the historical pattern and published that article, and this is where we're at right now. By the way, what lies after this? Um, Civil War. And then possibly being attacked while we're weak. You know, and we see it going on in Portland right now. The, the, the thing that will be going simultaneously with that, Dave, are infrastructure attacks. Yes, exactly. Um, our infrastructure is just massively vulnerable. And and so we're going to see the, the power grid uh, be affected. We're going to see water distribution be affected, communication be affected. And, and all those things in this country are extremely vulnerable. It, it, they're not well protected. And and our our enemies know that how easy it would be to do to uh, to interrupt that and, and if the power goes off the communication goes down, all the re- other elements of critical infrastructure uh, will fail. We see I mean I was just looking at a map in Portland how many fires are being set there, of just burning things down, um, and, and we can learn the lesson from the the fires that happened in California and in Tennessee uh, several years back where just they set the fires in the woods and burned houses down, burned people out. It burned the power lines down. It burned the cell phone towers down. And so everything went down when, when, they, when they were doing that. And so um, this, is, this is absolutely a classic Marxist playbook. So just to encourage people, Dave, that uh, first and foremost, as you know, I'm a, I, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would say, you know, anybody listening right now, if you're on the fence with this, um, 
get off the fence. Get your heart right with the Lord. Uh, this is going to be the most Im- uh, important thing in your life, that God will infuse you through his Holy Spirit with the power and the strength to endure the days that are coming. Without that, um, you can have all the junk in the world. You can have all the toys, the, the night vision, the guns, the food, and everything like that. Without the moral courage to stand in these days, I, I, I don't think those things are going to do you a lot of good. So I would say first and foremost is to, to get your relationship with the, the Lord correct. And, and you know, if, if you have things in your life that you need to confess to Him, get them confessed. If you don't, if you've never given your life to the Lord, consider the claims of Christ. I think they're very valid. I know they're very valid, uh, and they've been. T- t- for over 2,000 years where people's lives have been changed and transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's the first and foremost thing I would tell people to do. But the second thing, Dave, is history does show exactly what you said, that they will use want as a need, as, as a means to get what they want. They will use your want to get what they want. So you'll be in need, and they will conveniently have what you need. And the cost of it, I think at this point is going to be your soul. Uh, I think we're heading towards that mark of the beast, the cashless society. And, uh, and and even though the Bible never specifically mentions cashless society, because there's people who call me on that all the time, and I agree with them, it never mentions cashless society, but it does say you cannot buy or sell without the mark of the Antichrist. So I would say this, if cash were available, you would be able to buy or sell without the mark, because you could exchange between people. Um, if you can't buy or sell, that must mean it must go fully digital. And so, de facto, we are gonna, we're going to see a cashless society. We see us moving towards that right now. And when that happens, once, once whatever the event is, the shock event that says we need to go to a cashless society, then you, I, and everybody else that sells survival food is going to be hard-pressed to do it because what they're going to say is this, supplies are limited, you're going to be electronically rationed, and so once you've got your five pounds of hamburger for the month, you cannot buy anymore. Survival food, you can't buy it. And so they will control every aspect of what you purchase. Once this goes to a fully digital currency, you won't be able to buy or sell. Eventually, it'll, it'll go into we have to have a mark, and that'll be the full impl- implementation of the Antichrist system of not being able to buy or sell. But we're heading, heading inexorably towards that right now. And so this is why I say if you're sitting on the fence with any of the things that you will need, it, it's past the time to get them. We, we can't guarantee you tomorrow right now. Uh, five years ago, we, we, you know, we could pretty much say tomorrow would happen. Right now, with the, with, the, with the way and the speed at which the events are transpiring, nobody can even guarantee tomorrow. So it, it's, it's really urgent that people take this heating and warning seriously. Uh, Dave, I just feel so impressed in my spirit to say that to people right now. Take it seriously. If if you do not, if if you're not absolutely convinced, all you have to do is do a cursory search of history. Find, like I said, find an empire, a country that has devalued their currency, had a broken family, murdered their children, not secured their borders, had a complete moral breakdown, perversion, all of that, and not had a catastrophic fall. In fact, I, I'll say this. Once you get to that point where all those data points are in play, I would say the collapse is at the door. It's not five years down the road anymore. It's, I, I, it's imminent uh, of some, some sort of catastrophic 
change in America is coming. I, I, I posted this the other day. The days of plenty in America are over. Let that dis- sink can't in. Disagree. The days, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the days of plenty um, in America are over. So we're living on the laurels right now. We're living on what's what's available in the system, but the system is going to dry up. Or the, the, the dollars are going to become more and more worthless. We're going to see the explosion of gold and silver because people know they want to put their money into, into stuff that preserves wealth, not destroys wealth. The dollars are destroying wealth right now. And so... Um, you know, this is what we're seeing, this transition time. But there's, there is going to come a time when the, when, the, when the weight in the balance goes over equilibrium and it's going to tilt. And when that happens, the shift is going to be very, very rapidly. Well, it's like a thief in the night. And it's kind of like when the ship goes down, uh, it's, it starts slowly, but it really accelerates. And that's what we're going to see here. It's what's already happening. The collapse is already underway. It's happening multidimensionally. Absolutely. And so with every aspect, you know, of what people need to do is they need to take an inventory of their lives. The critical necessities, I would make, you know, critical necessities, necessities, and wants. And start making sure they segregate what are the critical necessities. What are what are critically necessary in your life right now that you cannot live, say, more than three days without or comfortably? And food and water are going to be one of them. Um, you're going to have to have those elements in your house. We talked yesterday about how to secure those things and how to make it, how to, how to give some subterfuge to where people do not know that you're the one that's, you know, eating all the time or eating normally while everybody else is starving or, you know, having to go down into uh, a government line and get your food. Um, I don't know if we need to redress that, but I, 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 if all they need to do is listen to the program we did yesterday. But these things we're going to start to see in greater and greater need. So, um, time to get your food, folks. Time to get off the fence. Time to get your water filtration. And so, um, Dave, um, I, I do think that what my green, uh, my special forces friend told me, that we are going to see something within the next month. I know that as we approach the election, we're going to see greater and greater um, levels of violence, um, and we're going to see uh, terrorism as far as our infrastructure. Mass casualty event is a very, very strong possibility. And with that said, um, there are going to be a lot of people at that point that that are going to come, I should have, would have, could have, and it'll be too late at that point. It'll absolutely be too late. Just, just, you know, read the headlines of any newspaper today. I mean, Dave, it surprises me at times to hear the words, and you know, biblical or apocalyptic, that the mainstream news media are using those words. They know it's coming. I mean, they're promoting it. They're promoting it. So they're using these these draconian words to let people know that the system is at its end. And again, that, that threat Nancy Pelosi made basically was an assassination threat, in my opinion. That's what it sounded like to me. By any means, Donald Trump will not go back to the White House after the election. Um, I, I pray tell, what does she mean? I mean, what does she mean? Again, more assassination. So, Dave, uh, we're at that point now that, uh, again, the doors of preparation are closing. So I, I don't know if you have any questions you'd like to ask. I, I do no, like I'm answering just, I'm just letting you go because you're pulling the words right out of my mouth. Um, I, I would say this. 
Um, I don't know if you recall this or you even saw it, but it was not quite a year ago. Maybe it was about a year ago. I wrote an article, and this followed uh, James Comey giving an interview to the New York Times where he took Star Wars characters and made them in the depiction of Dealey Plaza. And they interviewed him from his living room. And why anyone would do that, and he said he was committed to not allowing Trump to continue as president. And then Nancy Pelosi's infamous bullet bracelet that was a thinly veiled assassination threat. And then Brennan goes on C-SPAN too and said there are people that are going to get the president. And nothing happens to these people. I thought it was illegal to threaten the life of the president. Well, it, it is absolutely illegal. And we see actors, actresses, people of uh, political hacks, they've threatened his life since he's got into office. Uh, Johnny Demp, Madonna. I mean, these diff different people have threatened his life in one way or another. We want to burn the White House down. Um, uh, you know, so we, we see this, but nothing happens to him. And, and just, you know, to address this, um, I, I have mixed feelings on, on the, the deploying of troops in, in these troubled areas. The Insurrection Act of 1807 does give the president the ability to um, put troops on the ground um, if and when there's an insurrection going on, this is by any definition an insurrection. But on the other hand, Dave, I think they have actually forced his hand to do this. They're going to escalate the violence more and more because what they want to do is they want him to set the precedent so they can use it later on. Well, the president did it. The president Trump did it. Your guy did it. He used the federal troops uh, in an illegal manner. We're going to use them in a legal manner. We're going to go after the Christians. We're going to go after the conservatives. You know those people that hate everybody that. That, that talk about hate literature, the Bible, um, we're going to go after them. So they are absolutely forcing his hand to do this so that later, and when they gain, regain power, that they can use that precedent against the people of the United States that do not go along with the, uh, the program. Well, I was told uh, by a source when I was running down this uh, potential coup by Pelosi, I said, where are the Republicans? And, and, and this person said, yeah, Dave, I've seen you've been raising that question on your podcast. And they said, they have information that some key Republicans have been told, if you step in and interfere, you're going to go to prison. Hmm. Well, we do know that they have dirt on so many people in Washington. Epstein, um, yeah, Epstein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's the Epstein, the child molestation. And so that dirt is now coming back to to compromise them. I mean, the, these people cannot come out because, as, I, as I've said before, Dave, you know, if a man or a woman had an affair and, and truly repented of it, as David did, David King David, um, you know, people forgave him, and he went on to continue to rule. It did have consequences to it, and that, and I don't make light of it, you know. But on the other hand, if if a man or woman has had sex with a five-year-old, there is no ever getting away from that. Mill, That's a stick millstone that, that, around the neck time, isn't it? Yeah, it, it it never leaves you. It doesn't matter if it's 20 years ago; it never leaves you. So, um, you know, when the when these when the, all this video that is alleged to have been is out there you know is used and and they get uh congressman or senator x in the office and they say just look at these pictures look at this video now i need you to vote this way there's not there's not one of them up there that's that's morally compromised themselves and that way they would not absolutely do anything to keep that kind of information from being revealed and so we just see this absolute you know complete compromise of our congress or our senate 
the news media has been compromised. All, all of these people have been compromised to where they will do whatever they're told to do. And that's why we see them not standing up. That's why they won't stand up. We wonder why. Why won't the Republicans do something? Well, they're probably just as compromised as the Democrats. And so, uh, you know, as Steve Quayle has said so many times, there is not a political solution to this. There, there, there is no, you know, electing the right people at this time to get the system back on kilter and make it, you know, to where it works in a constitutional republic. Those days are gone. You know, the Navy SEALs, the only easy day was yesterday. Well, the only normal day was yesterday. The only solution for the United States at this point is a spiritual revival. And even then, with the spiritual revival, I think there's going to be extreme hardship as we have to work our way back from all the sin and the evil that we've allowed to corrupt every aspect of the American civilization, the American life, the families that are broken, the, the babies that have been murdered, the, just the absolute perversion that's been perpetrated on the American people, the, the, the absolute filth that's transmitted across our airways, off the computer, computer lines. You know, it, it's going to take a real difficult time for this to happen and in the process in the process of doing that that's why i mentioned the moral strength of needing to have the lord on your side because you're going to need the moral strength not to fall into the pitfalls of hate not to fall into the pitfalls of just having your you know the normal love we have for humanity to grow cold um and and right now it's easy to hate uh, so we're going to need the strength of the Lord to prevent that from uh, polluting our lives. And then at the other point, we're going to need the provisions because I can tell you, Dave, absolutely, for sure, food shortages are here and they're going to grow. Uh, you're going to see the infrastructure destroyed. So food, uh, water and electricity, I believe, will become you know either rationed you know, or electricity will be turned on so many hours a day. Uh, so much water, your water bill will be strictly monitored, um, and then other assets and resources will be limited. Again, gasoline to, to prevent travel, um, the spot, uh, you know, breaking down of the internet t- communication. Well, Bob, so they just those- did that. They just did a beta test. When the internet went yeah. down for three hours last week, I'm going to tell you what my opinion is, and then I want you to evaluate it because I know you've got better background on this material than I do. But I know when John Kennedy was killed, uh, there was a fear that Washington would rise up and go after the perpetrators. And so they shut down the communications of D.C. for about 90 minutes. I don't know if you were aware of that or not. And they, no, shut, every, they shut down Telegram, Telegraph, uh, phone, everything. They didn't have email then and Internet, but they shut down every form of communication right after the assassination. And then when they realized no one was going to rise up, then they rest- restored it. We just had a time in the last five days where the internet went down for a few hours, and I think this is the test. I, I think the Kennedy assassination uh, plot will follow true to form. I think if they move on Trump and either shoot him or take him out of office through a coup and arrest him, I do think that they've got us where they want us with COVID. We're effectively under martial law, but then they're going to take away our communication so we can't organize and rise up to defend the president. Oh, Absolutely. Dave, that, that's that's part and parcel with the insurrection. They will limit communication. And again, this is why I tell people so strongly: get ability, get the ability to communicate with your friends and family um, in your area. Get it and, and learn how to use it. 
practice with it because that will be the only way you will be able to network with friends. The Internet will go down. They'll turn the cell phones off. All of these things will go down uh, just like they did in China. Uh, during the height of their COVID thing, they shut down the Internet, they shut down the cell phones. People couldn't talk to one another. They were isolated. And that's, I mean, the social distancing will go to electronic distancing. Um, that's a, I just coined that phrase, that electronic pretty, that's, that's a good one, Bob. We're going to make note yeah. of that. Yeah, because that's what will happen. You know, quarantining is nothing more than house arrest. Social distancing is nothing more than isolation. And so when they, when they electronically isolate you, um, will you be able to communicate with those people that you need to be able to talk with, that you need to network together? Because again, the, the, once that happens, the, the, the gangs and the, the you know people will they will use that to exploit. Uh, if the gangs are not directly uh, being used by the Democratic Party, they will be allowed just to you know uh, laissez-faire to allow them to have carte blanche to go and do whatever they want to do without any. When we see that. No police, nothing to stop them. They just go burn, loot, murder, kill, whatever they want to do, um, and no, no one will be there to stop them. It, it, you know, and just one person alone. I mean, you, you look at the St. Louis couple. If that uh, if that crowd had decided to attack them, even with the AR-15, even with that pistol, they might have gotten a few of them, but they would have been quickly overwhelmed. At that point, if those people had had a network of friends, they could have called and said, you know, listen, we're being overwhelmed right now. We need we need assistance over here, just like the Koreans did during the Rodney King riots. They were able to network. Uh, again, this is why it's so important to have your communication skills up to par so that when these things happen, and I do use the word when these things happen, you will be able to network with people that will come and, and aid you or you would go to them and aid them, but that you do not have to stand in with, you know, stand and when you're being assaulted alone. There will be people that will come. And when they see other people show up, um, it, it dissuades them because if you look at these, these uh, attacks that are happening, it's usually a gang of people attacking a smaller group of people because they know the, their numbers overwhelm, and that's the way they like to do it. Uh, we're going we're to see, I think we're going to see these, um, these insurrection groups going into uh, neighborhoods, uh, flash, flash bombs basically, and they'll just go in there and, and you know, do whatever they need to do, and then they, they won't stay long, and then they'll leave. And, and, and without the ability to network, if your cell phone was turned off, if your computer's turned off, without that ability to network and, and maybe have, you know, people watching out so that you, you can be alerted for it, those could be a lot of uh, innocent people that are injured in this, Dave. But if you have the ability to network with other people, uh, like we said on last night's program, you know, even if you live in a community, a gated community, you know, 20, 30 acres of homes, um, you know, it, it's not easy to yell from one end of the gated community to the other about what's going on to protect your gated community. But if you had radio communication, you can absolutely, you know, bring the bring the, the people to bear where it needs to bear. I mean, and this can happen very quickly. It doesn't take a lot of uh, pre-planning. It does take some, but not a lot. Uh, the necessity is going to create the demand for it. When you see your neighborhood come, coming under attack by a band of brigands and thugs, you're going to have to be at a network very quickly and, um, and, and you know, just let them know you're not welcome here. If you come and try to hurt us, it's gonna, you're going to hurt just as bad. And people like that are generally cowered by 
nature, and yes. so they're going to go try to find weaker people to go and victimize. Wow. I, you know, I shake my head in amazement. I've been covering this for a long time. I've been aware of a lot of these issues for a long time, given my father's work. But I never thought I would live through a time like this. It just never occurred to me. The hostilities, Dave. I mean, I'm just reading a story on uh, The Sun right now. And uh, a Republican lawmaker um, called AOC and FB today in public. Then, uh-huh, yeah, inappropriate. Now, inappropriate. Yeah, it is. But it just shows you the level of hatred and hostility at the highest levels of our government. It, that's civil war material. Now, I, I, I don't like her at all. I think she's an evil person. But when, you, when I have to resort to that type of verbiage, that crosses the line. And so what you're having is the complete, complete breakdown of civility. This is a this is a huge thing that that we see it on both sides now. I mean, we've seen the left call Donald Trump everything that you could every foul name you can imagine. Um, you know, every F word combination you can put together. Well, Bob, let me interrupt well, you for a second. Did you know today at the press conference at the White House that Kayleigh McEnany was called uh, a lying bitch by one of the reporters? Yeah. Well, see again. This, this is the this, lack of civility. See, and this illustrates, if if Donald Trump is taken out of office, these this is the society we're going to live in. No decorum, no class, no civilization, no rule of law. They're showing you who they are. Yeah, I mean, even 20 years ago, I mean, you know, the congressmen and senators didn't talk that way about each other in public. They might have gotten red-faced mad at each other in private session and said things, but... This is this is happening in for all of America to see, all of the world to see, and so I mean, and, and again, I, I don't. That Republican representative should not have used that verbiage. He could have he could have said he disagreed with this word, this lady, and he, he has no respect for her, which I don't. Yeah, yeah. I think she's a Marxist terrorist. I think she's a subversive agent. I think she's guilty of insurrection and treason, and probably you could make a good charge to have her arrested. I believe all that. But I can say that without resorting to vulgar speech. Exactly. The vulgar speech back and forth is nothing more than an inward expression of what is going on. That's civil war language. You know, if, if, if in a marriage, some, the husband and wife called somebody that, that's like, okay, the marriage is pretty broken. You know, if I if I were to call my wife that, you know, <laughs> she's a martial artist. I don't think I would. But you know, it, it says the marriage is is in, in pretty bad jeopardy if if you can use that language against your spouse. So let's just juxtapose that upon the nation. If I can, if we can be talking that way back and forth, and the Democrats really have done a lot of it. I mean, so this isn't just picking on one Republican who called her that. This, this is um, the Democrats have been using the F word and all kinds of other foul language against the president since the day one. But when this goes public, it just shows you that the dam is ready to break. And so going back, the message of hope, Dave is that God always warns people ahead of time. He warns his people. Now, you know, if you want to ignore the warning, that's your prerogative. But, you know, he sends people like you, Hagman, Steve Quayle, you know, Mike Adams, you know, people like that, 
to say it, it you know there's there's spiritual preparation and there's physical preparation and dave i just when i started this program tonight i just sensed that there were fence setters out there um and i'm getting the calls from people that go that, and i'm getting a lot of calls from people going it, it's pretty far down the road i think i better do something and and i, I would agree with them yes but I will say this, there are people out there still sitting on the fence about food, water, and other things. Um, you know, when you see this type of level of uh, vitriol hatred going on in this country between the highest leaders, uh, Nancy Pelosi making veiled death threats, um, you know, and, and all this going back and forth, this is civil war language. This is, this is the union, the marriage, the contract is broken. This is a irreconcilable differences. And, and then we see the violence escalating both verbally and physically escalating. I, I just see things right now, Dave, that I just, I mean, how can two individuals get on a car and jump onto a woman and just jump on her like she's some trampoline? Yeah. I, I mean, how can you do that and have any conscience whatsoever? And I was watching that video. I mean, just these two guys were just jumping on this woman. Um, it, 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 all civility, as you said, all decorum has broken down. And 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 I do kind of agree with my special forces friend. The next month could be very telling. If you don't have your food, if you don't have your water, if you don't have your night vision, your communication, your backup power source. Um, I, I think you're going to look back and go, woulda, shoulda, coulda, um, and and it'll be too late at that point, way too late. I know. it's. Um, I think we're past the point of no return. Steve told me this about uh, 10 years ago. I'm talking about Steve Quayle. He said individual salvation and survival is possible. He thought America was done as a nation. And I didn't, I knew he was probably right. I didn't want to accept it. I, I continue to fight. I continue to fight today. But, Bob, we're getting our butts handed to us. But on the other hand, the other side's pulling out all the stops, which tells me they're not confident of victory either. Yeah, it, it, there's going to be a tipping point. And, and, and this, is, this is not good. I mean, do I want to see the right, the right or the conservative, the Christian stand up and reassert Morality, reassert family, reassert, you know, constitutional republic, rule by law. Um, yes, I do. But what I don't want to see, and this is what I fear where it's heading, is we're going to, you know, violence for violence. Okay, they kill one of ours, we're going to go kill one of theirs. And we know where that ends. That just escalates into just mass bloody murder. Um, and that's why I fear it's going. Uh, there is no call for repentance in the land. The preachers in this country, now some are, but overall the preachers in this country are not calling the nation to repentance. There, there's no grieving over the national sin that we uh, that we flaunt before our God, that we just with pride rebel against him. So anything, any of the moral anchors that would weigh us back to the republic that we all miss, as as Glenn Tate said in his book his book series, 299 Days, I miss America. I miss America, Dave. I do, too. I miss it. Um, but uh, without those things there, the, 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 the chances of violence, I think, are pushing 100%. And I don't mean violence just a little bit. I mean 
you know, the, the next what comes after? What, Dave, let me ask you a question. What comes after you call someone that FB thing? What, what do you do after that? The, the knuckle sandwich comes next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you've you've expended the the, um, the the ability to verbally disagree with somebody. I mean, there's not too much you can go verbally after that. Um, you know, and and all the the left that have verbally said we're going to kill the president. Um, there, there's 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 no grounds left for verbal disagreement or verbal insult or assault. What comes next is the knuckle sandwich, as you said. And so the message of hope here, Dave, is this. You know, God always warns, God protects, but we have to do something. You know, I've mentioned this before. The greatest act of faith in the Bible, to me, other than the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, was the building of the ark, um, the work of Noah. And yet that work took a great human effort. So the the people that say, I'm just going to trust God, I, I hope you're right. But every every situation in the Bible I see where God brings judgment, he always raises a remnant that do something to prepare the, the people for that judgment. It doesn't happen in a vacuum. It just doesn't happen. And then the people who ignore the, the words of a prophet or ignore the words of Scripture, saying, I'm just going to trust God, it doesn't end well for them. And I would challenge anybody on that, Dave. Show me anybody who just kind of ignores the the warning from Scripture and just says, I'm just going to keep going on and everything's going to be fine, and that it doesn't end badly for them. Well, I, I uh, let, let, me, let me take this tack to what you just said. Earlier in the uh, broadcast, you said there are two different and opposing ideologies, and that is really clear, and they're vying for control. I, I, I don't ever see the left and the communists backing down no matter if they lose an election, no matter how many go to jail. They'll never, they'll never stop what they're doing. Do you think that the conservatives will back down without a fight at the end of the day? At the end of the day, I think we're going to have a civil war. I mean, I think, it's, I think we're heading towards violence because there's, they're, they're going to cross the Rubicon. Mm-hmm. The, the, the hubris... In their hubris, they're going to sit there and they're going to bite off more than they can chew. And it's it, and the outcome of the Civil War, to me, is not for sure. I it, it, there's a lot of things on both sides that give strength to each side. I mean, we're the party of the conservatives will be the party of faith. We will have God on our side. Uh, we have the moral strength on our side. They have depravity on their side. They have the they have the power of uh, the news media on their side. They have the power of education on their side. They have all those other things. Don't forget about godless. Satan. Yeah, they're godless. But we have the power of the Lord God Almighty on our side. So it, it's going to be an interesting thing what happens. But can we back down um, from it and 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 you know rectify this thing without violence? My thing is absolutely not. And I think the violence when it happens, when 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 the levy breaks and the conservatives finally do say this is enough, um, it, it's going to take them back a bit. Um, Lincoln was elected, we, and then there was the Fort Sumter event. Yes. What do you think would be an example of a Fort Sumter event here in America? Well, first of all, the assassination of Donald Trump. I agree. I uh, agree. That would second, do it right there. And see, yeah. I think they've avoided taking him out for that reason. Yes. Uh, the, the, you know, uh, somebody to rule, um, the Second Amendment is null and void. I think that would do it. And I think they want to do that. 
Um, I think if you had a complete breakdown of the American currency to where there was extreme want and need, that would do it because what's going to happen is all the people that are desperate in need are going to go to look to people that have something, and there's going to be a, a conflict according to class, class uh, of a, a class war. So there, there, there's a perfect storm coming, and it could be many of these things that happen at the same time. You know, you take out the leadership, uh, the economic collapse happens, um, you have mass casualty events. There, there, there's a lot of them out there, Dave, that could happen. You, you let a mass casualty event happen at the because they're already saying that they don't have the police force to protect the RNC convention. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So you let a mass casualty event happen, or uh, you know, some of these groups go down there. And, and start terrorizing, you know, the, the delegates to the Republican National Convention, um, you could have an uprising real quick. So I, I think the big ones are obviously the assassination of the president. Um, but there's a lot of one, there's a lot of conditions out there that are ripe. And these, and when I say these things anymore, if I'd said them five years ago, Dave, people would have maybe rolled their eyes a little bit. But anymore, people don't roll their eyes. It's like, yeah, it, that's that's for real. That could really happen. Yeah, well, so, I'll tell you what will better happen. We've only got a couple of minutes left, and what better happen is you better talk to people about a couple of the basic things that they need to get a hold of before they can't get a hold of it. I, I, I'll tell you, I say this, Dave, and I say it over and over again. Um, if I have night vision and you don't, I don't care how much stuff you have. Now, I'm a Christian. I'm not going to do this. I'm just saying. If I have night vision, especially if I had two pair and two radios where I could coordinate, uh, you know, between t- two people that I could, you know, have a front door and back door approach, you know, with somebody. I don't want to give too much tactic away. But um, if I had that ability, I don't care what you own. I don't care how many guns you have. I don't care what you have. The person with the night vision is going to win just absolutely going to win unless they're absolutely you know it's basically snatching the jaws uh snatching defeat uh yes was it snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory um uh you're going to win and so uh, i tell people that i think the day to get that is is over i think it needs to be something you need to bite the bullet and get um, and it's not because I sell it. I, I would challenge anybody to talk to any special forces person, any person who's been in a war zone that's had night vision, and ask the force yeah. multiplication of what that does for people. Don't I, I agree. Hey, listen, I'm I'm right there with you. I I, uh, no. I, I followed the advice. Um, we got about 15 seconds. Tell people how they can get a hold of you. 800-627-3809. Uh, my cell phone, which I give out, if you can't get in touch with me, just keep trying, 865-360-3661. We are hiring someone new, Dave. They'll be helping answering the phones That's great. after Jeremiah's um, departure. Um, so That's uh, great. Well, we Bob, Bob that. I appreciate you coming on and, um, and giving your thoughts on what's going on, and I hope that your words uh, and my facilitation here will lead to people taking necessary steps to increase their chances for survival. Let's What's pray for up? the Republic, Dave. Let's pray I for the you. Republic. I hear you. Thank you very much, Bob. Thanks for joining us. God bless. Bye-bye. Take care.